The strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm going with the force of forces with me. That's not how the Force works. Well, let's start somewhere. Welcome to the KyberCast. This is episode number 90 on March 9th, 2021. My name is Joe Becker. I'm one half the team. The other half is... Michael Diaz. Michael Diaz. This is number 90, man. Ten more. We haven't, really th- we haven't really thought about episode 100, but that's usually like in old school days when um, uh, hit TV shows would hit syndication and they would get paid a lot of money to hit 100 episodes. Yeah, once you had 100, you could sell that off and make all the money. Yep. I mean, Seinfeld makes tens of millions, if not more, every year on a show that's been off the air for 20 years. Yeah, look, let's say with The Office. Office is killing it. Oh, yeah. Friends, I mean, those people don't have to work again. So, yeah, those people. What I'm saying is, after ten more episodes of these, Joe, I'm going to retire. Yeah, <laughs> with with all <laughs> all our money, right? <laughs> ah, crazy week. I, I I didn't really do that much um, between work and Wanda. A uh, couple of movies here. What and else there, is but- there to do? I know. Well, good news is I get my first vaccination tomorrow, so I'm pretty psyched about that. How'd you score that? Oh, you're old. That's right. That's, That's right. right. That's right. There People is a 50 little... up. Yep. In the state of Michigan. That's so right. I get, so... I get mine tomorrow at 145. I did not hesitate when I got the link. When So Michelle and I are I going with five, five minutes apart. Oh, really? That's perfect. Yeah. So in two weeks, you can go start like licking banisters and everything. No, I got to get the second shot then after that. Yeah, in two weeks. Isn't it two weeks after? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I'll find out when I get there what, what that gap is. Hopefully. So. Yeah, two weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can go like this everywhere and yeah, spit on people. It's going to be great. Um, so, so yeah, that's... People would love that. <laughs> but I'm fine. I'm vaxxed. Uh, but you know, Hey, I'm looking forward to it just to maybe, you know, most of my friends are getting it, um, already as well. Um, so, you know, maybe there'll be some kind of normal summer or better than last year. Put it that way. That would be nice. It would be, I want to see a concert so bad. I, I don't plan on seeing a concert till fall at the earliest. If I'm vaccinated, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to go to any show. What's the difference yeah, that, at that point? That if the if they can have a show, right? If they have a show, I mean, if if they have a show, maybe if you're going to a Bob Seger concert, right? Right, where everyone's or old. Depeche Mode, they're old too. They're it's not like you're getting a bunch of fucking sixteen year olds at Depeche Mode, my friend. Sorry, <laughs> don't even. <laughs> uh, now, it's funny you say that because I just had a concert. I got an alert. That a concert that I was supposed to go to in April got delayed, which I knew was coming. I knew right. in four weeks we weren't going to be all said. So, who was that? That's your ministry. Mm. There's not a lot of sixteen-year-olds going to that either, my friend. No, well, seen as it's the thirtieth anniversary of <laughs> the mind is a terrible thing to taste tour, <laughs> which happened. The thirtieth anniversary of that tour was eighty-nine ninety. So, right. Concert was supposed to be last summer, but obviously shit got changed. Right. So maybe, maybe in 2022, we'll get to celebrate the 30th anniversary. Well, this isn't a music podcast, but I will say this. You may pick on me for Rush, but at least they actually had new albums up until their very last tour. And they always put out new material in 40 years. Who, what band of mine hasn't? What's Ministry's latest album? They released, they released an album every couple, three, couple, two, three, two, three years. Oh, okay. Guess if you follow them, they must not have done as well if they're doing a thirty-year tour of. An album. Oh no, I stopped at Filth Pig. In fact, I stopped before Filth Pig. 
uh, all the rest of it is shit. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. And Hopefully. even as a Depeche Mode fan, I can say their last album was shit. Was it? Oh, it's terrible. Oh. The last Rush album was great. Better than the two before it. Anyways. New Order, no, New Order album was fantastic. But anyhow, we're showing her age. Yeah. Well, they already knew that anyways. Um, all right. There is a little bit of news, not a ton. One that you'll probably hate. The first one is uh, the Snyder clip was leaked. I guess people were trying to watch Tom and Jerry. And when they clicked on Tom and Jerry, it played the Snyder cut on HBO for like an hour, oh, almost no two. Yeah. For almost two hours. Um, it was a bad link or something. So some people got spoilers already. Then what's going on with that? Sons of bitches. So beware. Well, so it was only a leak for two hours. Does that mean no one actually got to see the whole movie? I think, I don't know if someone saw the whole movie. I think by the time the complaints in, that's like a four hour movie. So I'm not quite sure, but apparently my bigger, bigger question here is, I'm sorry, go ahead. Apparently Ray Fisher got to see some of it. Who plays cyborg? Um, Okay. But maybe that was one of those things that they let it go to the staff or something and it got screwed up. You know what I mean? Like here, you guys get to watch it early. Right. That kind of thing. And maybe that's how it got uh, a little, a little crazy. But I'm looking, I'm really looking forward to that now. Well, who the fuck is watching Tom and Jerry? Well, kids. Like it's a rate you know, the, like little kids, they would go to watch it like, oh, this isn't, this, this came on instead. It wasn't like, you know, an accident. It wasn't someone looking for. No, I know. know. I'm just saying I've seen the trailer for the Tom and Jerry film. It's not made for you. Awful. It's made for six-year-olds, seven-year-olds. Pixar year old. makes movies that are made for kids and adults. Yeah. yeah. I used to like the old Tom and Jerry's. I'm sorry. I oh, I have the Blu-ray of their first golden collection, which. When they're violent as hell, yeah, that's that's the Tom and Jerry I love. Would that be canceled now, like Doctor Seuss? Well, the funny thing, funny you mentioned that because they never released a second volume because the second volume was, was worse. Where, well, it was not as racially sensitive, and so there's right. a lot of debate as to whether or not they should release it as is or make edits. And then some people were saying, "Well, if you're going to release it without edits." Then it's not actually an archival release, blah blah blah. So right. then, like, should we put a disclaimer? So instead, they just never did it. It's kind of like Disney's Song of the South, right? We're right. never going to see that ever again. That's on Disney Plus, isn't it? With or did they take it down? I thought it was. I thought I think that it, was it, never coming out again. No, I thought they put it on there with caveat, but they may have taken it off. Anyways, I, you know, I didn't mean to like make fun of the Doctor Seuss thing because that was not. Um, that was done by the publishers. They made that decision. It wasn't like a people made a bigger Perfect. deal out of it. Was that was a decision by them? There was no big, you know, go after Dr. Seuss by the people. They weren't technically canceled. They canceled themselves, being right appropriate publishers that wanted to do what they wanted to do. It's their business. So, right. If you decide, listen, we published this thing 40, 50, 60 years ago. The climate was a bit different. Mm-hmm. It's just like the Tom and Jerry, which, you know, those original cartoons came out in the 30s, 40s, whatever. Things, I mean, what you could say and do back then, it still wasn't right, but it was permissible to a degree. To a lot. No, it's not. To a degree. What's that? To a big degree. That's the problem. Right. I mean, caricatures were allowed and mm-hmm. we don't live in those times anymore. That's, it's not kosher at all. Right. So I have no problem when companies such as that say, you know, they look back at their own, you know, au revoir and go, yeah, this is, this is pretty racist. Let's mm-hmm. not put that back out anymore. I have no problem with that. What it did do though, if you happen to have one of those books, they're in the thousands now. Oh yeah. But eBay was shutting that stuff down too. Well, you can shut it down all you want. People will still pay for it, whether eBay wants to do it or not. It'll be some other way. Yeah, whatever. That's that. that, Whatever. It just blows my mind. Anyways, that's again as we go down rabbit hole. The you know that was off the Snyder cut getting leaked and it's looking good. I'm excited to see that. I'm getting more excited as it comes. Um, When does it come out again? In two weeks, I think. Almost right when 
Winter Soldier right around the same time because obviously it's HBO. They're going to compete, right? I think like March 18th or something. Let's see. Survey says March 18th, correct? The day before. So the Thursday night, we've got Zack Schneider's Justice League and then the Friday night we have- And if you time it right, it's four and a half hours. You may be able to watch one right into the next. If you you start at midnight, (laughs) (laughs) you can just stay up um, and get you right to six in the morning, which will get you to Pacific time, I think. Something like that. Um, yeah, yeah. two episodes that week, Joe. Might not be a big one, right? If it, well, yeah, I'm going to well, watch I mean, Snyder Cut. Not, oh, so am I. How can you not? And right. how can we not? You know, spend a fair amount of time talking about it, and then right. I don't and know. Then, we'll see how we'll see how much we have to say. Yeah, because Winter Soldier. You know, again, that's only going to be like six episodes or something. Yeah. So it's going to be, I think they're like hour long though, or something like that, or 45 minutes each or something, a little bit longer than the, the WandaVision ones. So it looks like it's going to have a heck of a lot more action than Wanda too. Not that. Yeah. It's just different. Like I'm discouraging Wanda. I'm not. It was no, it's just, it's just different. Right. Different, different take of, and, that, and it should be. Um, yes. All right. Here's some great news for you. Uh, <laughs> if you read this or not, that's funny. But Can Disney CEO. Close. Disney CEO Bob Chappick at the, uh, I guess there was a um, board meeting or some shit today. He says, we look forward to having Kathy directing the activities of the entire Lucasfilm operation for many years to come. They're fully committed behind sticking to Kathleen Kennedy for Kathleen Kennedy for the time being. So. So he's sticking my thumb down. Well, again, I will always bring up. I will, I will still give credit where it's due. I liked The Mandalorian. I liked Rogue One, regardless of what happened. She still was behind that, and we'll see. So we will see, and what she does. But there you go. There's no. We were saying that she was getting fired. She's not. She's not getting fired. Well, that's when when the next Indiana Jones flops. She might get fired. <laughs> I really got a bad feeling about that the new Indiana Jones. I, I do. Like just that might be left alone. You know what? I'm gonna say so the guy that's directing it, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. But he um he did the Wolverine, which was the second Wolverine movie, where he's in Japan. It was okay. But Logan Logan is freaking. Oh yeah, that's absolutely great. And just a couple weeks ago, uh, Shaley and I watched Ford versus Ferrari. It's a great movie. James James Mangold, right? I think so. Yeah, that's his. You know what? I there wasn't a moment of dead air in Ford versus Ferrari. I know this is not the podcast for that. All I'm trying to say is. The last two films that I've seen, Logan and that film, perfect, both of them. Yeah, I, it's not that he's good or bad. It's just that that Spielberg brought something to that franchise that you just can't transfer, right? There's just a way that he shoots movies, the way that he um, tells a story where there's humor without being – like there's just a Spielberg way of doing things. And that's what – you know. there's a lot of that in Raiders. What this guy will bring – could be great, but I, you know, I don't see the humor from this guy that Indiana Jones needs. Um, I could be wrong. Uh, actually, you know, the script's got to be there regardless of who's directing it. So, right, right, right. Who knows what the you script know, is? I'm, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. But anyhow, the, and again, we're changing the name of this podcast to the Rabbit Hole because we've fallen down <laughs> about five of them already. Yeah, but that's the point. Yes. It you still know, goes back. I could take this back to Kathleen Kennedy. She's greenlighting it, so if it if it flops, it's on her. And if it's given it as gold, it's on her. So you know what? I'm not particularly happy with that news, but I guess I'll concede your point. The Mandalorian is fantastic. I'm hyped for the Boba Fett. You know the the Book of Boba. Mm-hmm. Let's face. It, I'm hyped about every Star Wars show that's coming out. So, 
It's the I movies the they got to figure out that they jack name, you know. Yes. That's what they yes. got to figure out. And so. Feige is doing at least one movie. Producing, yeah. Well, that's what she was. She was a producer. Right. Yeah, but so. I mean, she'll still be a producer on that as well, but Feige will be a name. She'll be yeah. an executive producer. Right, right. So maybe that's it. Maybe it's more of a power sharing. Maybe, like, listen, you've done well with the TV stuff, so you've pivoted. We give you credit for that. Maybe neither will help on the films, and here's where Feige, who has been flawless. Right. Well, Thor Dark World's not the greatest, even though I like it. Still. Iron Man 2 is not the best either. Correct. Even Iron Man 3 is not that great. It's good, but... Right. Okay, so he's not flawless. <laughs> no, but they're good enough to enjoy when I watch them. Exactly. They're not exactly. like, I don't I don't walk out saying that was a big pile. She's like, oh, that was good, but not quite, you know, this or that. I grant you that. So, you know what? Okay, I'll agree with you, Joe. She gets the credit for pivoting to TV. They got to save the movies, though. They've got to save that somehow. I don't know what they're going to do, but they need to find a way to save the films because, yes, I love TV, but I do believe for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. And when this COVID stuff breaks enough where people really feel comfortable, I think theaters will do well again. And they're going to need some kind of big, big films to get people out, you know? Mm -hmm. And hopefully it's, you know, um, what is it? Uh, what's her name? Patty Jenkins film. Might do it. Oh, Rogue Squadron. Rogue Squadron. Um, that would be cool. I mean, one of those films would do Taika Waititi's, maybe. Whatever that one might be. so far in the distance now. 23 was right. supposedly the first one. It's two years. It's only a year and a half. We're getting yeah. close to May. If it's a May, if it's a May release, if it's a December release, then, then no, we're two years easy. Honestly, I mean, obviously hindsight's twenty twenty, but if if we're all vaccinated by fall, if they had released the next Avatar this Christmas, they would have made all the money. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> At least the first weekend. You can say what you want. I know you don't uh, like the first Avatar, but it made all the money. And then absolutely. On and made all I the enjoyed money. it at the theater, and then I watched it again. I'm like, oh, there's no – it just ripped off the story. Another rabbit hole. Anyways. Um, yeah, I mean, we still got Black Widow that's floating out there. We've got James Bond that's floating out there. We haven't heard anything in the last month and a half for either one of them. I don't see how Black Widow comes out in May. I'm sorry. I just don't see. I obviously every state in the U in the U S here is doing their own COVID thing. Mm -hmm. I don't see New York and California opening up. Well, the movie theaters are open in our state. Right, what I'm saying, but not a capacity enough, you know what I mean? No, no, not to make money, but if you're vaccinated, would you go to the movies again right away? After no. you're clean? No? Why? Uh, not until more people are vaccinated. Wear your mask, whatever. I'm, you know, I'm not being, not being irresponsible. I'm just saying I, I'll go because I, you know, wear my mask, but I, I'll feel safe. I don't need to. The bulk of the films I want to see are coming on HBO anyway. Yeah. No, but if Black Widow came out May 1st, you're vaccinated. Whatever. God, that'd be a that'd be a game time decision. But you're I mean, you're vaccinated. What do you I mean you'd wear your mask, so you wouldn't be not like gonna be blowing spit on somebody. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to record and say I am. I'll be vaccinated, and if it's out, I'm in. Okay. Let's go to our geek this week. I, I basically did a couple things. First one, I, I started back up with Star Wars, Certain Point of View. Um, I'm really enjoying that book. Uh, I, I told you before, it was about these, the, it takes the timeline of the Star Wars film, but it's written by different people in the book, like different little stories. Like the last one I just read was about uh, Jot, this Jawa who found. He's a, a scrapper, you know, he finds these parts and he, he has this little part in, in his, in that big rig, the Jawa rig, you know? Oh, right. Yep. And sand he hides, sand crawler and he, he, he hoards all his stuff in this one area and it's kind of like his room and he likes to fix things and do things like a Jawa does. And he finds, he found this kind of thing that projects so he can watch stories 
from like the things that he, like other robots they take apart, you know, gotcha. and then it become, then he get and then he erases them. So he doesn't get in trouble, you know? And then, um, clearly they have, they found R2 and it was his job to go through him. And then he went through it, but he, he knew, he noticed that everything he watched before was way in the past, but this was, had a start, a date of just now. He's like, I don't think I can erase this. And he didn't erase it. Oh, and wow. He put that's, it back. that's cool. Yeah, there's like little things like that. Like it doesn't really, like it's all lore. You know, I don't know if it's a lore or a canon or anything. It's just a fun right. side stories. And there's all those kind of things in there that as the story goes along, you're not the main characters, these other people that are tertiary, like the, you know, how the, they, one of the, one of the chapters explains why the guy didn't shoot the, um, the uh, escape pod. <laughs> really? They go that into that level of detail. Yeah, it's just the guys that are working on a thing, you know, why they didn't shoot. Oh, well, this thing, you just tell the captain this happened, blah, 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 blah. Like, so you don't get in trouble. You'll, you'll get killed by Vader if you say this. And we'll, we'll doctor these books like we tried and the thing misfired or something like that. So, you know, things that you don't, it's just cool little things like that. Because you, in, your, in your head, you're like, you see what happens in the movie, but the story, the story is different. So it's pretty fun. And they're like, you know, chapters and those chapters move the story along, but not, you know, like you think. So it's pretty fun. It's a fun read if anybody wants to do something different. And then I rewatched uh, Doctor Strange, Ragnarok, and I'm in the middle of Infinity Wars now because of Wanda. Because I just wanted to see the magic. I wanted to see. And then the next one between Strange and Infinity War was uh, Ragnarok. So I had to watch that again. So it's a good movie. It really is. It really is. So that was it. Not, not a huge geek this week. I need to rewatch Doctor Strange now. I think it's I so really good. Like it. I really like that. Well, I like that character a lot. Yeah, I saw it in the theater and I really liked it. So yeah, I don't think yeah. I've seen it since I've seen it in the theater, though. I think I've only watched it the one time. Oh wow! Yeah, you should, especially now that he's going to be in Multiverse of Madness. Right. Good character. Good, good, good character. So, what about you? What'd you do this week? Well, I once again started reading Network Effect, the fifth Murderbot book. I think I've been going back and forth on this book since last summer. So I really need to finish it, which is funny. The first four books were all novellas, and I tore through them within like a week, maybe two tops, each of them. I don't know why I keep picking this one up, reading for a little bit, and then setting it down and forgetting about it for weeks or months at a time. So it's not, it's a good book. I don't know why. I just don't know why. I don't know why either. I haven't read it. It's good. And then on top, of, I just bought a couple more sci-fi books because that's what I do. I keep buying books that are cheap, and then someday maybe I'll read them. So someday maybe we'll have a um a book for yeah. a book club. We need to, we really need to discuss that, don't we? But anyway, um, I purchased the seventh Frontline book, Frontlines book called Orders of Battle, uh, by Marco Marco Clues. I read the first six. Uh, books two through five are fantastic. Uh, book one's okay. Book six is eh. Book six is completely just treading water. It's basically this just about uh, humans trying not to be exterminated by giant aliens. Okay. Sounds fine. <laughs> it's fun. I mean, it's, it's martial sci-fi. It's it's the military taking on alien threats. It's it's fun. It's not going to win a Pulitzer. Okay, it's not. It's not amazing, but they're they're fun, fast reads, and I enjoy them. And then, um, but something a little more complex. I bought Born by Jeff Vandermeer, who I don't know if you know him, but he's written a trilogy, The Southern. Oh shoot, what's it called? Of course, I'm having a brain fart, but it's uh, the first book is Annihilation, which they turn into a movie, um, which uh, by Alex Garland, same guy that did Ex Machina. Uh, oh, they did a movie with uh, yeah, it was called Annihilation. Had Natalie Portman, you know, a bunch of had a bunch of female stars in it, and it was it did okay. It was weird. It was hard sci-fi. It was bizarre, but um, this book sounded interesting. So uh, a friend of mine who uh, listens to the podcast on occasion and uh, is an avid reader. He suggested it. Well, actually, I saw that it was on sale. It looked interesting, so I asked him about it, and he said, oh, yeah, you should read it because X, Y, Z. So I grabbed it, so I've added that to my collection of books I may one day read. (laughs) (laughs) I may one day. 
when the power goes out. Right. So that's my my collection of geek this week. Yeah, small week. Small week yeah. for stuff, but big week for endings. We got a big ending last Friday with WandaVision, the series finale, not season finale. I hope people caught the end of, you know, the title of that last one is called series finale. There's not going to be yeah, a WandaVision second season, folks. Um, and again, I think that's a good way for Marvel to do it. I think they, they can they can do TV shows, but it doesn't have to be Mandalorian-like where it's full of seasons. And maybe even Star Wars doesn't have to do that, you know, depending on what it is. But like just here's a story and we're going to tell it over a, a five, six-hour period and take our time with it and chunk it up like, you know, novels on TV. Yep. You know? And if you actually think about it, Streaming services, a slight tangent, but streaming services are perfect for books. So you don't have to cut it into an hour and a half or two hour movie. Like you can do a book for real, you know, just do chapters. Um, But anyways, I, my first thoughts on the uh, finale were, damn, that was really good. Um, Not that I'm disappointed. I think... The big thing for me is that I probably, you know, it ended the show correctly. It was a smaller show and the end of the show small in that, you know, we didn't get all this. We didn't get all the stuff that we were all thinking we were going to get. But I'm not upset at all. In fact, there's a quote by um, Matt Shakeman, the director of the, of the the finale where he says his first words were, I'm sorry. (laughs) The director has seen all the fan theories and speculations surrounding the series, rarely falling into any of the millions prediction, uh, millions of predictions made each week. Um, he goes, I love the memes they've created, the TikTok videos, the theories. He says, I mean, my gosh, people are making these theories are more creative than I am. So thank you. So, <laughs> um, so he was like, you know, telling people like, you know, sorry that all these things that, that were people were, you know, like, let's say, um, uh, Mr. Fantastic and that didn't show up and these little, what we, what we tried to read into hints, yes. they, they were just actually not um, hints. Maybe they were, maybe they were, maybe they're, but I think we were, and it's, this is the testament to the show that we were so enthralled that we were looking for things that, um, you know, they were just making, telling us a grief story and uh, that's all it was. And it was great. It was a great ending. You're you're re- basically it's like you're reading my notes here, Joe. <laughs> no, seriously, I'm right there. This is going to make for a boring episode because I think you mm-hmm. and I agree 100 percent on this. Because you're right, there were so many theories as to what, like, was this a red herring? Was this you know pointing towards this? So many of them, and I think a couple were put there on purpose to make people think. But also, I think people were looking so hard. They saw a lot that were not there. Right. They saw it like a cloud in the sky. Look at that turtle. No, that's just exactly. a cloud, man. <laughs> it was Great just a analogy. cloud. So, I mean, I even wrote that down. So, I wrote down almost none of the theories panned out. <laughs> right. I mean, one thing I think that, well, one thing I had said to Shaley, which obviously happened was, Vision, well, okay, it didn't actually happen like I thought it would, but we'll go with Vision versus, I'll call them, we'll call the white one The Vision and the one from Wanda Vision, okay? Mm-hmm. Just to differentiate them. I had said I thought that somehow Vision was going to insert his consciousness into The Vision to become- You're pretty close, though. Again. It was pretty close. It was close. It was close. He didn't do that. He obviously- when Wanda made everything go away, he disappeared as well. But he was able to unlock the memories right. that were in the vision. Right. So that's not going to be, they kind of explained it. That was one of the smartest things of the episode, though, was having those two fight from a logic point of view at the end. Like they were beating the hell out of each other, which was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, at the end, they, it was a logic war and, and vision one against the vision explaining, you know, um, I forgot what that theory is called. Um, Theseus. Yeah, sure. Um, damn Greeks. I'm Greek. So. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
Um, well, it's, but, a, it's an interesting thought experiment because it, oh, it was great. It was great, right? Absolutely, it made me think. I mean, I looked it up again, and you know, not exactly the same, but kind of like Schrodinger's cat. You know, which yeah. one's the original and which one's the the copy? And the answer is they're both the copy and they're both the original. Right. How is that possible? But my question is this: This is what throws me off <clears throat> about the vision, the vision, the white, the white vision. Vision originally is synthesis, but it has the mind stone, which gives it, it's a power stone, right? Yes. Where, where does white vision getting its power from? Why can it do the same things that that vision can do? Like, like, you know, change its matter. I thought that all that stuff came from the mind stone. Like I'm confused. What, what is it just an arc reactor that's been really small, like the Tony, Tony Stark stuff or, like I, 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 I they explained part of this. Okay, I, I must have missed that. So, so help me. No problem. So remember, um, and I'd have to go back and watch Age of Ultron to get the specifics. But basically, um, you know, Tony took um, the AI that was, you know, Jarvis, Jarvis, mm-hmm. and mixed that with you know what he had from the what, the Iron Brigade or whatever. But to stabilize it, they they well, they use the Mind Stone. Mm-hmm. That's what stabilized it and made it Vision. Now that stabilized it. Um, what we saw in the Vision was they were able to put the physical body back together. Right. He had, I mean, and this ties into also uh, Infinity War, where they tried to explain. Yeah, it helped bring you together, but. It's not you. you are I totally get that. But it, so, it, yes, it's a being, but it's still like, may not have the same powers. Well, eh, that's a good question there, but it was powered, the vision. Remember, they used that drone mm-hmm. that had residual energy from Wanda to power the vision. So maybe that's why he still had the same powers? Possible because she did say at the end of this one, you know, he asked how what he was or whatever, and she goes, "You are the part of the mind stone from me that you know built him." Right. So I don't know. It's it's a plot hole for me. Like, how was he just as powerful without without having a a real stone? But maybe I did miss that influx of something. Maybe it's kind of like the same. Maybe it's like what 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 Captain Marvel, how she got hers. Cause it was, she has no stone, but the stone did flood her, so to speak with energy or photon. Yeah. Monica or photon. Rambo. Right. She, so it could be that kind of thing. She exhibited powers at the end where it looks like once it tweaks you, maybe you always have them. Now he's different in that he's a synthesoid, but you know, it's comics or movie comics. It's, yeah. Yeah. You can hand wavy him, but also, well, you know, Vision, the one within, you know, created by Wanda, he technically didn't have the stone either. It looked like he had the stone because that's how he appeared, but she could not mentally recreate the stone. No, so but he, part of the stone's in her, which is with him. That's why she explained True. It. But that's the thing. They powered the Vision with her residual power. So it, Right. That's right. Exactly. Well, maybe, you know. guffin, if you will. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's weird. It's fine. But, I was just curious. I also have a plot hole with the vision. Go shoot. How did how did he get in without being transmogrified? Because he can his matter changes. He can thin th- just like the other. You know, I guess he could just phase through. I would think so. I don't know. The only reason that the other vision couldn't get out because once he got out, he didn't exist. That's why he couldn't. Wasn't about right. phasing out. So I think Everything he just phased physical, in. That went in was altered to fit her right, vision. but he phased out before that could happen. I'm assuming that one's easier for me to get because if he can do those things, then he can phase in and out. You know, I don't know. I could see it if it was a physical barrier because that's what phasing right. is. Right, but the fact that phased or unfazed, he's a wash in her energy. Right. That's 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 my one plot point. How did yeah. You I get it. And what about, you know, all right. So we had all these theories. I do find it um, funny that we kind of got the big F you to us by Ralph Boner 
right? <laughs> like that. Like I feel like they changed his name like before they sh- like the last. <laughs> Like this is like a big dick to everybody thinking that he's going to be the Pietro. He's not. He's just Ralph Boner. So well, I wrote that th- down too. So all these theories, no Pietro from the X Men universe. That's not what he turned. There's out. no multiverse at this particular point in time. There's no multiverse. There's no Mephisto. All mm-hmm. these theories just went out the window. There are so many theories, and we got almost none of them. And you know yeah, what? I- that's okay. We may have gotten one, not answered, but opened up. And that was the the second end credits where we see Wanda who's like eating, eating, drinking tea or something outside the door. Then there's another Wanda flipping through the book of um, uh, the Darkhold book. And then yes. you hear the kids calling her again. Now, whether that was just a memory of the kids calling her or a different, she's unlocking a universe. We don't know. Right. So yeah, you're right. A- well, you just watched Doctor Strange, right? Yeah. Remember, while Doctor Strange was his body was physically sleeping, right? He is astral projection was reading. Right. She's powerful enough to go around the house having tea, walking around, right? While her astral projection is studying the dark hole. Right, and the thing is, um, you know, Agnes says you're more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme. She didn't say Dr. Strange. She said those words, though. Correct. Well, that's because the Sorcerer Supreme is always the top. It's not always going to be Dr. Strange. You know, it used to be the ancient one. Right, right. So, interesting um, in that you're right. That Mephisto, we didn't get Mephisto here. Nope. Definitely no Mephisto. Doesn't mean we won't. Right. We don't know what's next. I, I thought they would bridge the gap a little bit. I mean, that was the only thing like what, you know, I, I guess this is what a two week time span and in, in real in, in the time the show played out. I don't know Something what, like that. right. So, you know, I, I, you know, I don't know. I do. I do like the final battle and, you know, you could see this one coming if you're a, an avid book reader or understand script writing and, you know, act one to act three, you knew, I, I mean, I, I was waiting for the runes thing to come up. Oh, really? Well, yeah, you don't say that. You don't say like, that's pretty blatant teaching. Like in the first one, like you notice these runes, that means a witch can't do like, it's, it's telling the audience, you're teaching the audience. Like if you do this, that this is a power. So I'm like, okay, right. she's in it. She's already in a dome. What's the difference? So See, I was waiting. I didn't catch the rune thing, but as we were watching, I was like, look, at she's missing on purpose. She's throwing all these bolts of energy at uh, Agatha. But you could see for every one she hit, she was missing two or three. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's not, that's just, just not her wild firing. She's doing something. So I, I guess I'm an idiot because I should have thought she was making runes. But yeah, when... She obviously showed she had the runes up. I was like, oh. I totally geeky as from down there. I was like, that was cool. It was great. That's that's called good writing. Like you you told everybody. Most shows that that tell you they, most writing tells you the end at the beginning. You just oh, don't think about it. You just don't think about it. Um, it's just it's just great writing to call it back. And she's obviously got her cool outfit now. Which you know I never noticed how much that outfit actually looks like the devil. You got the horns right. I never oh, yeah. thought about that until I mean, I'm sure everybody else did. I just didn't think about it to this episode. Like, oh, that's very. Well, she's witch. Yeah, but that doesn't mean devil. Uh, in fact, w- in fact, in fact, Wiccan has nothing to do with God, and and it's pagan. It's had nothing to do with the, that. Oh, that I know, thing, I know so. this very well. I'm just saying. But to most people, you say witch, and you think oh, evil. Right. But yes, w- Wicca is something completely different. Right. So, but. yeah, I'm just looking at my notes here. Yeah, yeah. No, well, so the point is, all these theories, many of them thrown out the window. And I, right. you know what? I'm okay with it. Because I, I, I'm sure this is going to be used against me in any uh-huh. argument I have about Star Wars or anything else in the future. I will. I'll, I'll mark it down. I know you're going to remember this well. But sometimes it's the journey, not the destination. And how much fun 
that all of us have. I mean, you and I, especially, we've been doing a podcast about it every week for eight weeks now. Yeah. How much fun do we have just coming up with these theories and researching these theories or coming up with our own spins on stuff? Absolutely. Most of them didn't pan out. Almost none of them panned out. Right. But it enhanced the, uh, the, the, uh, the enjoyment in watching the show. I do not think this show would have been as much fun if they released it all at once. Right. What do, right, you, right. what do you think? Does it does it benefit from the weekly schedule? Yeah, I think so. I think so for sure. You know, I again, but but I think the ending was good. Like even though the I journey agree. was good, I think the ending was the ending it needed. Um, it basically it's her coming to terms with everything that happened. That was this was her grieving period. She let it go. She 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 went from all the emotions to acceptance. The end is that's the last thing, right? When you're going through the process, is acceptance. Yes. Yeah, the one thing, fact- though, the one thing that w- that you know, you can paint Agnes as this total bad person, which she's not, because because she's not wrong when she says you're cruel. She was she cruel. Was. Wanda Wanda was cruel. She was, was cruel to all those people. She knew what she was doing, at least from the Halloween episode on. She realized it was her doing it, and she she didn't stop it. She had no intentions Correct. of stopping it. She damn near killed everybody this episode, choking them till she mm-hmm. till she came to her senses. And I guess the line, you know, Michelle and I were talking about it. And I I was a little ticked at this line in the story where Rambo says, you know, they'll never know what you gave up. And I'm like, fuck you! Like after what you did, these people, why, why should they like? Like there's there's no. Like no one should feel bad for you. Like what the fuck you, you, this person had an eight year old locked in her room this whole time. Like, don't give me this shit. Like they'll never know what you gave up. Everybody gives up stuff. You just took their whole lives over. Yeah. That was, that what was a bad line up? to me. Yeah. No, again, it's like you're reading off my notes. Cause that was my big qualm too. Yeah. Wanda gave up her family. Well, she took the families away from everyone else for a couple of weeks. How many dozens, if not hundreds of people, her a family that grief. she never had. She created. It wasn't a family. Like, these people yes. didn't, didn't even exist. So it's not even yes. like she lo- she lost a computer. Huh. Okay. <laughs> I know it's more than. But if you look at it, like it's, it's like losing my fucking iPhone. Well, no, so <laughs> it's like that Next Generation episode, Star Trek: The Next Generation, where Picard gets zapped by that satellite, yeah. and then lives a full life while he's unconscious, and he learns how to play the flute. Do you know what episode I'm talking? I, about? I do. I remember. Yeah. It's been a long, long time, but I do know that episode. Right. But it's a great episode. I mean, he goes on, he, he's got a wife and kids, you know, he's got a whole family. And then, you know, his world, you know, comes to an end and he loses all that and he wakes up and he has this terrible sense of loss. I'm not saying, you know, even though my, uh, even though that, uh, what's her face? Scarlet Witch, sorry. Wanda created all this doesn't add to her loss. I mean, she's lost, you know, she lost vision. She lost her brother. Family. You know, I get that. I mean, everything. Right. Right. But it doesn't outweigh the damage she did. Right. It's not those people you know? didn't do it. I can understand if you did it to Thanos, right? That's a different right. conversation. <clears throat> but I do, I guess, you know, she's still a hero in my book. It's just that, you know, don't, don't make it look like she was – that line just really bothered me. Like, they'll never know what you gave up. Like, what? It just felt really – it was it was them telling – getting us back into Wanda's good graces, basically, is what that line they was for. They didn't need to do that. It was no. definitely a record scratch. Yeah. For me, it was, it was anyways. I agree 100%. It, it was unneeded because, yeah, what she did was wrong. But – a hero with a flaw just makes them more human. Right. So let's go back to let's go back to the accords. One right? second before we before we go back to that. Okay. I mean, case in point, Iron Man created the Iron Brigade and inadvertently created Ultron, which yep. was a huge deal. Yeah. Right. Killed a f- country. Yeah, Sokovia. Which now we can segue into what right. you're just saying, the Sokovian Accords. So after that, now after what she just did. Shouldn't she pay a price? I think so. But she took off, right? So she's all hidden in the in the mountain somewhere. I don't know. Is it Switzerland or something? Um, I like to think that she's in Sokovia. 
Oh, not like Petaluma, California or something like that. Um, well, I'm sure that's where they filmed it, but I'm kidding. Maybe I like to think maybe, she's in Sokovia. Yeah, but do they come? I mean, is now is maybe that's the beginning. I I, I do think Wanda is going to be the antagonist in Multiverse of Madness, though. I don't think she's going to be a good. She, she's going to dive deeper, I think, into bad not badness, but like something like to try and fix what she did. She may go too far, and I think right now Doctor Strange is looking for her. I guess, and he he may find her at that cabin or something. I'm guessing. Well, I don't know. let let's open up the new vault of theories. Yeah, I I now that we know, okay, well we we've known for a while. She's going to feature predominantly in Multiverse of Madness. Yep. My guess is that she's going to go to Strange looking for help. Oh, you think she'll go there? Okay. Or he's going to try to help somehow. And I think then, we obviously didn't get the multiverse now. I think what's going to happen is she's so powerful and because she is a nexus you know power right as they explained in the show and in the comics that maybe her power is going to be able to fracture and reveal the multiverse right because she can't control it she's going to try to control it i mean she's reading the dark hold she shouldn't be yeah i got something this that hit me um today i rewatched the episode today because <laughs> okay. last time I didn't do that, right? I just kind of kept. You know what struck me in the end credits? What's she's that? she's in a cabin in the woods, kind of hidden away, right? Yes. It's it's a solid. It's just a cabin by itself. Who's directing yes. the next Doctor Strange movie? Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi. You ever see Evil what's Dead. his first Evil Dead? What's an Evil Dead? Uh, the Necronomicon. And a demon the book dead. in the woods. <laughs> And right. now you've got now you've got the dark hold. This evil book is in the woods. It's just it just it, I don't know if that's an accident, but it just threw me. I was like, no, holy cow, that's so fun. That can't be right. It's so meta. It's so meta. <laughs> Both books of the dead, so to speak. No, it's good. Uh, um, and right. Sam Raimi's going to direct. Like, no, it's so good. Yeah. I so this funny. The big question is. Who is Bruce Campbell going to play? <laughs> He'll be in it, I'm sure. He'll be something. He'll probably I, be like a I shield agent. He'll be like he's a. He's going to uh, be in it. A sword agent, and uh, maybe. So he's definitely going to be in it, and you know Lucy Lawless is probably going to be in it too. Then probably, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you we did see the dark, so we have we have the Darkhold book, and it's different than the one from Agents of Shield. Looking anyway, so basically that's a. Shield. That's basically telling everybody. Shield doesn't matter. Like it won't matter. Don't even talk about it anymore. I'm thinking. Well, I think some. Like I said, I stopped watching Agent Shield well before the end. But I thought they established somewhere that Agents of Shield was some other other reality, which is fine because we're gonna have a multiverse anyway. Right. But what does that do for Spider Man? I don't know. We'll find out. I thought for sure. This series was going to establish, going to go ahead and establish a multiverse, and that would help lead into Spider-Man and the Doctor Strange movie. I don't think that's happening anymore. Yeah, well, I mean, clearly. Well, here's my theory. Shoot as it. Seen as we open this vault of theories, we're st- there's still going to be a multiverse, but it's not going to be as big a deal in Spider-Man. It's going to be there. And it's going to be a wink and a nudge, but we're really going to get into it once we hit Doctor Strange. Yeah. And because think of it, we know we're getting Jamie Foxx as Electro, but he's probably. Well, I don't know. We don't know that for real. We just keep seeing it from the internet. We think that. Okay. I mean, I mean, we don't know, no, but it's a good likely, like 70% chance, maybe, maybe less. It's highly likely that Jamie Foxx is in as Electro. And it seems highly likely that Alfred Molina is in as Dr. Octopus. So, it doesn't have to be a big thing where they have to go and say, oh my God, there's a multiverse. Because they already established with the last film, J. Jonah Jameson's there, and he's a little bit different. He's bald. Right. 
And instead of the Daily Bugle as a TV or as a uh, newspaper, it's more like a web show, kind of like InfoWars. Right, right, right. So they can bring in Electro and Dr. Octopus and just make them a little bit different and just say, hey, listen, they don't have to say anything. They can just be the characters with us, the fans, knowing, all right, there's a multiverse going on here. They're a little bit different than what we've seen before. Yeah, I mean... So Spider-Man comes out first, then it's then it's Doctor Strange, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the timeline. Yeah, yep. we'll find out. You know, it's so I just can't get past that we haven't seen Black Widow that I can't even think about the other ones. Like they're not even in the can. This one's been in the can, and we can't watch it. So, so is Eternals. Yeah. So eventually they gotta they gotta get those out. But um, I don't know. I really like the the series. It I, I love having the weekly episodes of things. Something to look forward to. Um, super happy. Uh, it was a great, great thing to watch. Um, yeah. What am I missing? Are we missing anything? Well, just to go back to it, I think you mentioned it earlier and I just want to, I wanted to reiterate it as well because it's in my notes, but like you said, like we both said, so many of these theories did not pan out and that's okay because why can't her grief be enough? I think you said that already. Yeah. It's about her grief. It's about her coming to terms. And you know what? She's been through so much grief. You know, in real life, grief like that sometimes does affect you and take a long time to, you know, find a way to cope. And some people never do. So grief is motivation enough. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. It was was a great story about grief. Really good. I did like the little goofy little um, Wizard of Oz moment. You know, he saw the boots under the car, like, you know, that little yes. thing was fun. Um, so what questions do we have unanswered about this now? What's open? Well, we have white vision out there somewhere. We don't know what's going on with him. He just took off. That was my big one. What, where is he? What's we he don't, doing? Yeah, I don't know. I, we don't know. Like he is vision, but not vision as we just were explained. Um, I, he's going to have the memories, but he's not vision. Not yet. Right. Yeah, I don't know if he'll be the same ever. Well, one helpful hint is that that we have not seen the last of him. Is that Paul Bentley has gone on record to say he will play Vision until they won't let him anymore, basically. He's sure. Not, Why not? He's not done. Right. So, um, and then I think it'll make him interesting because we really didn't see much of him or Wanda really in the films. And, you know, they hinted at their great romance. It didn't feel real until this show. Right. Right. And yeah, they were on the run in infinity, uh, infinity war. And we knew they'd been on the run for a couple of years and they were in love, but we'd really, you know, they told us more than showed us this show showed us. So I'm eager to spend more time with Wanda with vision and I think what we're going to see moving forward at some point is, you know, Vision rediscovering who he is. Where right. and when that's going to happen, I have no idea. And like like you said, WandaVision series finale doesn't mean they can't do a Vision TV show next. Right? Right. They've got a comic to base it on. Right. So... That's really my big question. Where where do we go from here and where's Vision? Yeah, don't know. And do you know, I don't know the character, was it Kathan? Do you know this character? Uh, I've seen lots of references. Um, there was another part of my notes that I was trying to figure this I, thing I, out. I, don't, I, I admit I don't know Kathan well. So apparently um, in the comics, the Darkhold was used by Kathan, an elder god who used Wanda as a pawn when he entered when he wanted to invade earth. Yes. And basically he put all of his essence and all of his evil into the dark hold. Right. So by reading it and learning its secrets, you unleash him. Right. Or his power or something like that. I mean, there are different ways to interpret that, but that's all I know about Kathan. So. Right. Is Kathan going to be the big bad in the Dr. Strange movie? No idea. I don't know. Could I mean they used Dormammu for the last one? 
Right. I mean, right, right, right. The last like two minutes, but still, I don't know. My big question is that is just that about Vision. Where'd he go? When are we going to see him again? It's definitely not the last time we've seen him. Right. Oh, here's an interesting. I just found a thing on BuzzFeed. Um, when boy, I wish I could share my screen. When Tommy uses his speed and steals a sword agent's hat and glasses. There's actually a oh. moment that looks similar to that in X-Men that PHO does the same thing. Oh, yeah. 100%. I never caught, I didn't catch that. Oh, yeah. As soon as he did that, I was like, that's like the first time we saw Pietro in uh, Days of Future Past. I, I didn't remember. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. I'm just checking one more thing to see if I missed any cool, cool stuff. I don't think so. I don't think so. I will say this. And I'm kind of giving a shout out to a a, a vlogger, if you will. I mm-hmm. think I mentioned it before. Uh, on Twitter, it's at Ryan Airy, but he has a uh, YouTube a YouTube channel called uh, Screen Crush. At basically okay. every episode of One Division, as soon as we got done, we'd watch Screen Crush because his uh, his breakdown of every episode is spot on. Yeah, who has time for all that, right? Dude, he must watch the episode like at 5 a.m. when it comes out, take all kinds of notes, and then he, he does a video with clips from the episode and clips from other stuff. Right. He must spend all day. There are many times where like by 3 o'clock in the afternoon, he had his episode up. I'm like, I haven't even watched the the my you know WandaVision yet. Sometimes it'd be later, but whatever. The, the guy knows his stuff. He is a geek par excellence. oh this is cool this is a cool easter egg um so at the end uh, as wanda's magic slowly leaves westview you can see that the marquee at the movie theater says now says tannhauser gate which i'm hoping is a nod to roy's monologue from when he's about to die in blade runner and that that quote is i watch sea beams glitter in the darkness at tannhauser gate all those moments will be lost in time like tears and rain time to die Yep, I pointed that out to Shaley. I'm like, did you see that? It says Ten Houser Gate. I didn't Gate. see She's it. Like, so? yeah, I was I like, Ten Houser Gate, that's uh that's Roy, he's a replicant. He's an artificial person. Yeah. Like the vision. Yeah. Great reference. I love that they threw that in there. You gotta really pay, like I didn't even pay attention to that stuff, but you gotta find these things. So I noticed it, and then it was funny, I, I watched that screen crush guy and he he pointed it out and I was like, Did he? See Shay? I, I, admittedly, I don't catch everything, but I did catch that one, and I was very proud of myself. Well, we haven't talked about the scrolls. Oh yeah, so which was the fir- the first the first ending, right? Yeah, and well, kind of tied into that too. So, I I think I expected a bit more as to the origin story for Monica Rambo. This might be it. I think we got it. I think, yeah, but I, I I don't know. I think I want a little bit more there because, you know, we see her and they shoot and then she she obviously phases into some, into light and the bullets pass right through her. Right. That was cool. But I, I don't know what more is expecting, but I thought we'd see her like, you know, help in the final battle or something. Just, I don't know. So is this scroll that says that she was sent by her old friend of her mother's, is that... um Is that, uh, I want to say Sam Jackson, but not Sam Jackson. Um, Nick Fury. Nick Fury, or is it the other scroll? Who's calling? Could be, Who wants to could be either or, because... Because uh, yeah, we don't know, because at the end of Spider-Man, he you know he played Nick, the scroll was playing Nick Fury. And we find out Nick Fury's was been on vacation up in the ship, and he's like, all right, time to go back to work. Yep. So, could be either one. Oh, okay. Here's another point. I, I found a good site. <laughs> um, the second post-credit scene, we see Wanda at the cab, which is what we talked about. Um, this is a, a theory, the WandaVision theory. This could be Wondagore Mountain. In the comics, the mountain is where Cthan wrote the Darkhold. Could be. Which I don't know anything about that. So, See, I like, I like the theory. Uh, I saw someone else post that possibly that lake is where Ultron dropped the city. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe. And now, and now it's a lake, and that's why she chose that area. 
Maybe. Somebody built it. Well, I guess she could build the cabin in seconds. <laughs> so Yeah, she can do anything, right? Yeah. Just imagine the lake in there. Or imagine the, the lake house and it's there. So um but it could be either one. I mean, we don't know. It could be nothing. Again, lots of theories. And that's part of the fun of this. All these theories, all these ideas. Uh, obviously, they can't all be real and they can't all be true. But it's fun to talk and have conjecture about what they might mean. That's the whole point. And what else is there to do under COVID? All right. This, this is a good spot to, to I think, wind it up. Um, I, I like the series. I'm glad that they'll probably bring something totally new next year and, and these kind of new stories to the forefront that will bridge gaps between movies. Super smart. Um, I'm, I'm happy with it. Very happy. That's my final words on Wanda. I, uh, overall, I, I much, I was much more impressed with the series than I thought I was going to be. Cool. We'll look forward to uh, Falcon and the winter soldier coming up in two weeks. We look forward to Snyder cut. Um, but if you have any thoughts or ideas about WandaVision that we missed, you know, hit us up on social. Michael, tell us, tell them, where they can talk to us. Well, dear readers, dear readers, readers, dear listeners, you can find us at Kybercast on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us at the Kybercast on Facebook, on a page and a group. Booyah. So if you guys, uh, it's your first time listening to us. Thanks for stopping by and checking us out. Um, if you've been here before, many 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 thanks uh share with your friends give us a little review we're on uh, all the podcasting outlets that you can find that i could find so you know tell your friends about it um and we will hopefully hear you next week this is the way i have spoken what a piece of junk boring conversation anyway